Hey, hi, hello. And welcome back, Jim, to the United States. <laughs> welcome home, sir. Uh, I am happy to be home. Yeah, no place like home. It's Financial Straight Talk, second half, the podcast half hour of this, uh, half hour-ish, I should say. Thanks for our radio listeners for uh, staying with us this week and our podcast listeners. We're happy that you downloaded our show. We mentioned it in the beginning of the radio show, Jim, but uh, it's worth mentioning again here that you and your family, I mean, for one thing, you're not one to buy a lot of stuff. You have decided that you're going to, you know, instead of having, you know, tons and tons of toys for birthdays and Christmas and stuff like that, you do a lot of traveling with your family and you take your kids all around the world and you recently were able to, I mean, 2020, that was off, you know, that didn't happen. But 2021, we're getting back out there, and you were recently out of the country. So welcome back home, sir. Thank you. And we were in beautiful uh, Cartagena, Colombia. And I know Cartagena. right now somebody's, somebody's saying, oh, Colombia, Colombia, mm, really? Yeah. And you're ready for this, Jerry? I felt safer in Cartagena, Colombia than I do walking through the Melbourne Mall, okay? Okay. So I know that we as Americans have watched <laughs> Narcos and all the other stuff, and we think how dangerous it is. What a beautiful, enchanting city, right? Well, I, mean, I saw some it. of the pictures, and you were walking around with, uh, I think, your your friend who you've been doing Spanish tutoring with for your kids. He's down there, and you were able to kind of have him as a, a guide. As a local guide, yeah, yeah. and a friend to walk around with. And that guy's freaking arms, okay, they got to be like 30 <laughs> inches around. This guy's huge. He's like Hulk Hogan walking around down there. Dude, so here's what's funny. So, yes, it, it, I would feel safe, too. <laughs> so Omar is his name, and, and his and his beautiful wife and his beautiful little daughter they spent a lot of time with us and we're very grateful for that (laughs) omar is you know he's not a tall dude right i mean you know he's not well he's about as wide as he is tall. dude he is messy (laughs) so every time we went out he had this little satchel on right and so everyone thought that and he started telling people that I was a high-ranking military official <laughs> and that he was my bodyguard and it was amazing oh, the wide the, birth the Colonel, that we Colonel got. Fox is here. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, man, what a great experience and we've been working, you know, a couple days a week on Spanish with the kids and we decided, you know, life threw at us a curveball in 2020, right? When we went, when we were going back to school, we decided we were going to homeschool the kids. We are going to bring a friend in who's a teacher and, and we're going to really customize the school year, right? And we're, we weren't going to get bogged down in the virtual slash real time, you know, kind of mess and our kids were going to be impacted mm-hmm. on their education. So we we doubled down on that. And, and one of the things that we added was learning another language. And it was awesome to see Little Hunter and Little River be able to go into these places. And, and River blew me out of the water. But be able to, to communicate in Spanish, you know, we are not conversationally fluent, but I will tell you, you could drop us in any place, any Latin American country where they speak Spanish, drop us in there and we could survive. And it was a great nice. feeling to see the confidence that our kids had. And, you know, what a beautiful city and beautiful food. And, and I mean, everything about the trip was awesome. As you know, we have a, a YouTube channel called Foxes on the Go that we that we travel with the kids and we love it. And, you know, just we don't believe and buying things that end up at our local, you know, thrift shop because yeah. we donate them. We believe that it's important for us. And my first duty on this planet is to make sure that I raise my kids to be great members of society moving forward. Right now, there's a another way I say that off the air that I can't say it here. <laughs> we'll talk but, later. 
Yeah, but the whole point is is that I want my kids to be well-rounded. I want we went to a market and we saw how it was devastating in a lot of ways to see how some of the extremely poor folks, you know, were living on the streets and and things like that, but it was important that our kids see right what the real world is. And listen, even as broke as you may feel in the United States, even as poor as you may feel, you're in the top 30% of wealthy people on the planet if you live in the US. Think about that yeah. for a second. So we just got out and loved it and had a great time. And, and this year we are going to put some miles on our frequent flyer miles, 100%. We are planning Egypt, Machu Picchu. We're doing St. <laughs> Thomas, Antigua. I mean, we are going to, in, in 2021 to 22, Foxes on the Go is going to be going a lot, right? Yeah. We're going to have a great time. Got to make up for lost time. And, and we're going to enjoy it. And, and you know what? We want to encourage our listeners. We're going to do – a lot of people say, Jim, I wish I had the money that I could travel like you. There is a way to travel, and we're going to do a show, Jerry. Remind me to do a podcast on what – I think we called it once travel on travel on a champagne – wait. What is what was it? Like it? champagne travel on a beer budget. Beer budget. And there are ways that we can travel. We could have done that trip for about an eighth of what I paid for it. We, we chose to do it a different way, but you can go out. And you can enjoy yourself. And I know today's podcast isn't about travel, but I'm going to tell you right now, we will be doing a travel podcast. But, Jerry, you know what I want to talk about today, right? You know what I want to talk about. Uh, this is, yeah, this is, <laughs> you know, when we talk about taxes, Jim, I kind my, my eyes kind of glaze over because they, I'm sort of just consigned to it. And I'm looking out over the course of, you know, the next 30 or 40 years of my life and thinking, gosh, they are just going to eat me alive because we have so much debt. It's got to come due at some point. And whether that happens, you know, during my parents' generation, during your generation, my generation, the buck stops at some point. And Jim, you mentioned this before we started recording, and I was like, what is he even talking about? So the G7 summit happened recently, I imagine. And where was that, Jim? Is that still Switzerland? Is that where they do that? I, I think I, I, I would lie to you if I acted like I knew exactly where it was at. <laughs> well, I just know what went down. That's all I know. Okay, so, so what went down? What is their proposal from so the G7 let, summit? Let's treat this like we're back in school for a second. Yeah, what explain exactly to me like I'm five. is the G7? <laughs> so the G7 is basically going to be the seven top economies. Now, they, they've taken China. It's not China is not included in this. So we have Germany, the United States. It's Canada, Italy, Spain, Germany, if I didn't already. Oh, there's seven of them. I don't know all, but but they're all the big boys. France sure. is in there, right? And so led by the United States, because, you know, we're all about, you know, we've got to be the white knights, right? And we're, <laughs> so here, here is, is the new current administration's whole push is that there should be a global corporate minimum tax rate that's Ugh. right they want the united states <laughs> thinks that everybody should have uh, like a, a floor that we can't go below on corporate taxes so their that, answer for companies leaving the country because of higher tax rates is to track raise them taxes down, everywhere else track them down across the border across the world and say no 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 no. we're still gonna yeah. get ours yeah absolutely absolutely now understand wow what can and go by wrong the way, the, the G7 agreed with this, right? So they want, they're saying, okay, yeah, 15% seems like a great number because they call it the race to zero, right? And the whole point is that countries want to attract businesses. They lower the corporate rate and they keep lowering it and lowering it and lowering it because companies come in, it brings revenue to their country, right? That's what they want. Sure. They want to have, look, would you, it, it's a real simple math. Would you rather have 10% of something or 100% of nothing, Jerry, right? I right, mean, yeah, okay, so, I can do that math. 
So the G7 said, oh, well, look at all the money. When I say the G7, I, I basically mean Uncle Sugar is who uh -huh. I'm talking about. Yeah, we don't want those people going to Ireland and paying 12% or Iceland and paying 11 Let's Let's try and – so G7 all got together, right? So think of them as the bougie group, okay? They're the bougie group of folks. They said, I think this is a great idea. We all agree. Let's go to the G20. Now, the G20 <laughs> is the top 20 okay. countries, right? A little the, more crowded economies. in that room. A little bit overcrowded, but here's the problem. If I live in Gymatopia, right, and it's my own country that I created. What a great place to be. It's awesome, <laughs> okay? It's awesome. All right, we eat bacon all day long. Every but, food um, you can imagine smoked. Every, yeah, that's it. But the whole point is, is if, I, if I'm Ireland and they say, you've got to raise your taxes, you'd be like, you know what, dude, I'm Ireland. I'm not you. I'm not going to do that. And so there's going to be this pushback. So I don't think it'll ever happen, or at least I pray it doesn't. But the scary thing is, is that we as a country have made the decision to raise, or, or not we as a country, I guess the folks that voted for that side of the aisle, has, has said that we should raise our corporate tax rate to 21%. And instead of lowering the corporate tax rate or keeping it where it is, to incentivize businesses to stay in the United States of America, what we're going to do is say, hey, we're going to make it bad everywhere else, too. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Jim, it, my question is, where would the money go and what would it even so, be so, used for? Like, yeah. how do you when well, you no. have when you have multiple governments of multiple countries? I mean, what? how do you start to justify, well, this spending needs to be done here? Well, so what would happen? They don't is even speak just the that, same language. Well, well, that would just be the 15 percent in their individualized countries. They're just trying to keep companies from jumping international borders for a lower tax rate. That's really all they're trying to do. But let's go back to Cartagena for a second, because I, I, I don't know how many. And I encourage you, you folks that are listening to go check out the protests in Cali and, and Medellin and Bogota and Barranquilla. Go look at it. People rising up and saying, you're not going to raise taxes on us because that's what the president of Colombia tried to do, okay? He said, I'm going to raise taxes in the middle of a pandemic, and it's way different than it is here in the United States, right? People are hurting there. Mm -hmm. And they said, it ain't going to happen, man, and they pushed back. A great example is there's a toll road outside of Cartagena, and this is what I love. I, I want to I educate our listeners on the way the mentality works elsewhere. And this toll booth was there forever, right? And they, they, it was only supposed to be there for whatever, eight years or 10 years or whatever the okay, number sure, was. Yeah. They collected all the money. Well, guess what? Toll booth is still there. Oh. Toll booth is still there. They're charging people more and more money. You know what the people of Cartagena did? They said <laughs> enough of this crap. This thing should have been gone years ago. They came and they protested and they blocked it and they knocked out the windows. And guess what happened? They shut the toll booth down. Wow. See, when the people... Those of us right now get fed up with it. The problem is we're Americans and we don't get fed up with stuff yet. The last time we got fed up with stuff, we made tea, if you remember, okay? That's right. That's the last time we got really upset. And then you see where that led. When you get fed up like the people of Cartagena, they're like, stop nickel and diming me and taking every penny out of my pocket. This is what we're seeing. Understand something. You can live in a world that you believe that only people making a million dollars a year are going to be taxed. You can live in that world if you want. But the reality is, is that each 
and every person is going to feel the impact of this tax change yep. if it comes through. That's because it it all rolls down, right, Jim? I mean, it the, does. the corporations does. are never going to eat this new expense or this rising cost. They just pass it along to the consumer. That's why we're seeing the rising costs of goods in so many yes. areas, food. Uh, you mentioned lumber earlier, and you mentioned it right after talking about how much money the government has been printing. And I'm wondering, is that why we have a lumber shortage? Because they're taking all of the trees yeah. and turning them into paper money now. Well, we'll think, well, that's what a great question. <laughs> Figure that the majority of this money is digital, right? Of course. So, so it's printed. It's printed by a computer, right? It's not actually real. But but I think it's important we bring this up. 35% of all U, U.S. money that's out there right now, both digital and physical, has been printed in the past year. Wow. I don't know if people know this, but only the U.S. can print U.S. dollars, okay? <laughs> so when we print money here, it has this impact, right? But you know what it does elsewhere? And by the way, you do understand the United States is a world reserve currency, right? Mm-hmm. And when we print money here, it devalues the currency all over the world. Everything costs more, right? Mm-hmm. So we're seeing inflation. We're seeing all kinds of things that are happening. I can't stress this enough. We are watching history happening right now the question is are we going to make the right decisions and turn this into historical information are we going to live it are we do i think we're going to become venezuela i do not okay i'm not going to live in that world Mm. but i will tell you that look at the value of homes right now look at the cost of just about everything we talked earlier about my friend who owns a bar He's raising the cost of beer because it's costing him more to get it anywhere between 25 and 50 cents every week or two. Wow. And that's, that's not insane. necessarily just because, oh, it costs more to make beer. It's delivery. Everything. It's it's making sure that, you know, all of the different materials, all of the cost of, you know, paying a trucker to get it across the country. Jim, I've seen videos online of these truck stops out in the middle of nowhere and the, the trucks are just piled up waiting for maintenance, waiting for, you know, uh, they need to, you know, they need a new belt for something in the motor and they don't have it. I mean, all of these different stockpiles have been interrupted by COVID. And now we're starting to see a lot of the effects starting to happen back to back in the middle of this inflation and changing administrations and all these different things that are changing. You're right. It is watching history happen. And conveniently, it happens during the greatest transfer of wealth in history. And you know where those Hmm. bullseyes are. They're on the backs of everyone who saved well for retirement. And those are the kinds of people that you're trying to help. I can't stress it enough that there are so many things that are happening right now. And depending on where you are in your financial journey, right, depending on where you're at, you are either going to make out like a bandit and build wealth like you've never built it before. Or you're going to be in a position to where your wealth is ripped out from and under you overnight, it feels like, right? So you've got to be prepared. All I think about is imagine, Jerry, if you say to yourself, I've worked 40 years and it's June of 2008 and I've worked 40 years as a teacher and I am going to retire in December. It's going to be the, that's it, December 2008. I'm going to retire. I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to enjoy retirement. And you have all your money in the stock market and it's all there and it's super aggressive. Well, we know what happened in, at the, in, near the end of 2008. We know. We woke up one day and 40 to 50% of your assets are gone. The question, Jerry, can you retire at that point? And the mm. answer for the majority of people was no in 2008. Yeah. This is why. And Jim, how long did prepare. it take for the, all of that to come back? So it's crazy, right? Depending on what you did, 
It could have came back in 10 years or it could have never came back or it could have came back in in 13 months. But here's the problem. When you have a massive pullback like that, the emotional reaction is to what? Sell. Right. Get out before it goes any lower. And once you do that, you've entered into that death spiral. There's no way to fix it. You are constantly making emotional decisions. And that's why. and, And, you know, if we remember, Conrado used to come on the air with us occasionally. And Conrado had a great saying and he was like during the winter time some people ski and some people freeze to death think Mm. about it some people are so prepared that when it snows they get on sticks and they go down mountains and they love it and it's having a blast but the same exact environment some people freeze to death and we've got to get you prepared we've got to get you understand listen taxation is real market volatility is real inflation is real you've got to have a plan the cost of goods and services are go up jerry i own a depreciate well i don't own it i'm leasing it but i have a depreciating asset that lexus suv of mine right mm-hmm. i bought that <laughs> great move right before COVID started okay oh. i leased it right before COVID started so that was what roughly 16 months ago that i got that vehicle right I put right at around 18-ish thousand miles on the thing. Yeah, because you didn't hardly go anywhere last year. Right. Well, think about this. I can take that vehicle and I can sell it for eight to $10,000 more than what the payoff is on it right now. Wow. Why? Because there's a shortage of vehicles. Well, you know, I was, this is this is true for me as well. I, you, Jim, you know how I feel about my car. I've got a Mustang. It's one. I just love Mustangs. It's just a Mustang, but for me, it's you know, it's the best car in the world. I got a good deal on it. And I've been looking around. I could make five or six grand if I sold that thing right now. Yeah, and and, and homes, homes. Oh. I mean, we're trying to get some pavers fixed around our pool that have kind of sunk. It's something that happens around Florida a lot, and we're trying to get them kind of fixed. They're too busy to do because it's not worth their time doing to come and jobs. spend two days to do my job wow. when they can go and they can install pavers and charge people eight times what I paid for them four years ago. So we are seeing literally history happening. We're seeing the U.S. government trying to flex its muscle to tell the world to create a global minimum corporate tax to try and force American companies to not go elsewhere. Jerry, think about how insane that statement is. We are living in a world where the vice president of the United States of America stands in front of a room full of people and says that we should tax the growth of your stock even if you don't sell it. This is the world that we live in. And to be completely fair, George W. Bush, $740 billion in the initial tarp. The following eight years, Barack Obama added $8 trillion in debt in eight years. Four years of the Trump administration, $6 trillion in debt added to the the debt of the United States. Mm. And Joe Biden at four months is nearing, actually five or six months now, is nearing what Donald Trump did in four years. Guys, you can't make this stuff. This is not about politics. Your money is not about politics. It's about control. And you've got to figure out a way to take control of it. You've got to invest differently. 
you've got to plan differently, you have to prepare for retirement differently, and you've got to take control of your assets. This is not your grandparents' retirement anymore. Mm. It is up to us to make better decisions. That's why we do financial straight talk. That's why we do all these things to help you become armed to make better decisions. But understand something, nobody, your family, your church, your government, your best friend, nobody is going to ink you a check in retirement to live the lifestyle you want. It's gonna be up to you to make the right decisions. It's gonna be up to you to do the proper planning. And it's gonna be up to you to make the sacrifices if you wanna become financially independent. It's not easy because if, if it was, everyone would do it, but it's worth it. And that's what we encourage each of you to do. That's why Jim provides this information. That's why Jim likes to do these community outreach programs like the radio show, like the podcast, and like the Financial Straight Talk workshops. We have a couple more dates coming up in July, the 7th and the 8th. We'd love to see you there. You can call and secure your seat today. These will fill up. Jim, I think just about every single date this year has uh, reached capacity. So our listeners should call today and make sure that they have a spot saved for them. Pam is standing by right now, 321 414-7526 is the phone number. Call and reserve your spot for the upcoming Financial Straight Talk workshop at the Pizza Gallery in Vieira. Going to be a great evening. We'd love to see you there. 321-414-7526. Jim, I love when you get fired up and get passionate about this. Certainly, (laughs) this one is one of those ones that I just, I I shrug my shoulders and I'm like, wow, this this is crazy. But there are steps that people can take. We don't want to discourage anyone. Make sure you reach out to us if you have questions about how taxation can affect you in retirement, because if you don't plan for it, that's still making a choice and you're just going to be um, sort of doing the default mode. And that's not going to work out great for everyone. There's steps you can take. We encourage you to do that today. Give us a call. 321-414-PLAN. Jim, that's all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be a part of the show. Welcome back home. For now, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, every week, we just want to take the opportunity to say thank you. We know that you have tons of resources to get your financial information. We're honored to be one of those resources. So like Jerry said, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out. Let us know, and we'll do whatever we can to help you out. But on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. Jim Fox is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.